Welcome to Finish Well Radio, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, welcome to Finish Well Podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us. And today we're talking about book clubs. So if you are a teen or if you are a parent, I hope that this will spark some excitement in you about maybe getting a book club together and maybe ditching book reports and doing a book club instead. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, when you think about it, what is the purpose of writing about a book or discussing a book? Why do people write book reports? Why do people write book reviews? Why do people get into book clubs and talk about books? Well, because books are a work of art and they are something that stirs up emotion in us and it's fun to talk about it, to write about it. Books are also academic and so as we read literature, there are things that we want to learn about what the author's saying and how he's saying it and how he's using setting and character and plot and all of those things. And so someone long ago said, well, when someone reads literature, they should write a book report. And so it began. And sometimes it's fun to sit down and maybe write a book review and say why you liked the book and what about it you liked and why you would or wouldn't recommend it to other people. But a lot of times when we write book reports, they're usually about the characters, the plot, the theme, all of those things. I know that that's what I did with my kids. I would just assign them little book reports in middle school, in elementary school. I didn't make them do that. I just wanted them to read, read, read. But in middle school, they would do one book report each on theme, plot, characterization, setting, mood, tone, things like that, symbolism. And so those book reports became part of their curriculum. But the bad thing about those book reports for my kids was not that they had to write them, but that I had to read them and grade them. And I thought, oh, my goodness, these are boring to grade. They must be boring to write. And so I thought there must be a better way because as I read these little book reports, I realized they're not necessarily getting rising action and climax. Even though I've told them what it is and they're writing this paper, I'm not sure that they really get it. And so I was kind of brainstorming and I thought, what if, what if we ditched book reports this year and instead, Laura's kids are reading the same book. What if Phoebe, Josh, Shine and Jimmy and Rose and Cody and Laura and I all just get together and we talk about the books. We're all kind of reading the same books anyway. And so just one at a time and I'll just pick each month a theme like this month we'll talk about plot and we'll kind of just talk about the book together and figure out where what is the rising action and what is the climax and did they like it, did they not? And so we started. And it was kind of, I thought, well, let's make this fun. You know, let's have some hot chocolate. I think I actually went out and bought those. They were kind of cool back then, you know, the um, bottled cappuccinos. And I bought those and I made cookies and I just made it a really fun time. 
And so we did it for a year and we really loved it. And we found some exciting things that happened as a result of doing book clubs instead of book reports. So I'm going to get into that a little bit further in the podcast. But what I want to just say right now, I'm not trying to ditch book reports completely. I know they have their place and I think every student should write a few in their life because it's kind of something that is, it's part of the the academic process, if you will. And they can be helpful because they help you sort out your thoughts. They help you analyze literature, dig into it a little, figure out what exactly was the author doing in creating tension? How did he do it? How did he create the characters? How did he make me root for this main character, this protagonist? What what was it about the character that made me want the character to succeed? And so they can be helpful. They can be harmful, though, because sometimes you just are kind of superficial in what you're looking for, and you kind of look for one or two things, and then that's it. And it can almost, I know a lot of my children kind of dreaded that, like they loved the book, but then, oh, the book report, they really didn't like it. it. It wasn't fun, and it kind of sucked a little bit of the life out of the book. And so there are ways to make book reports worth reading and worth writing because you really don't want to do any kind of writing unless you have an audience, unless you have someone who's actually going to pick up your written work and read it for fun. And so that's a whole nother podcast. But what I did want to share was that you can do book reviews and then post them on a blog or post them on Facebook or something like that. Because that is something that, you know, people do want to know, why did you like the book? And then you can kind of zero in on, I like this book because of the characters. And this is what I thought the author did that was super cool. And I want you to read this book, too. So that's just a way that you can make book reports more exciting. Write them for specific people and then give your book review to someone. But to make it personal. Talk about why you like the plot or why you don't like the plot and what about it you do or don't like, you know, make it, make it hit home. And so anyway, that's enough about book reports. I think book clubs are more fun than book reports. And I know because we just use a book club format, even in our homeschool co-op. And one time we were discussing Robin Hood and my friend Victoria just thought Robin Hood was awesome. She just loved Robin Hood. And, you know, we kept teasing her about it. And it was so fun. And I was like, I said, Victoria, he's a thief, you know, he he's a thief. And I'm really concerned that, you know, you think this thief is so wonderful. And then someone said to me, you know, Miss Meredith, you might want to think about this, that he was returning to the peasants what the government had stolen from them. And I was like, oh, well, that's a new perspective. And so that was kind of neat. And all of this discussion, we just like, you know, talked so much about all the different characters and we laughed and we had so much fun discussing Robin Hood. And that just sticks out of my mind because I don't think there was more than two minutes at all where there wasn't laughter and it just became a really fun experience and I think that forever that group of 10 of us that were there discussing the book will never forget that book because of how we number one we read it and we enjoyed it but then we had such a great discussion analyzing it 
that wasn't overwhelming and it wasn't depressing and boring and it wasn't taxing. It was lighthearted, but we really did dig in. So that's what I love about book clubs because they, they get conversation going and it really teaches all of us, including parents, how to discuss a work of literature. And I, I think it's really fun. And so one of the ways that they help us dig deeper into the word of literature, into a work of literature, is that when you're talking and someone is talking about the book as well, you're going to have different opinions. And as you talk about those different opinions, and it kind of makes you see things from a different perspective. And so a lot of times people have actually changed their mind on what they think of a character or what they think of a part of the rising action of a plot or something like that, just because as we discuss it, you know, someone will say, oh, I never thought of it like that. And so it's not like there's a right or wrong answer to these things either. So it's just kind of, it's kind of fun to share your opinion, listen to other people's opinion, and possibly change your mind. And so I think book clubs make you want to read more because you know you're going to come and you're going to have a fun time discussing it if you're not a big reader. But also if you are a big reader and you enjoy reading, it means there's not going to be like this dreaded paper that you have to write at the end. It means you're just going to get together with friends and discuss it in a lighthearted way, and you're going to learn without realizing that you're learning. So what are the challenges of a book club? Well, I think the biggest challenge is everyone has to have finished the book. So if someone hasn't finished the book and they come to book club, the, their book is it's a spoiler like they're going to know what happened and it's not going to be as fun to finish the book so you have to have everyone finish the book before you have a book club and then you have to have at least three people that are willing to sit and discuss the book and they have to at least one or two of those people have to have enjoyed the book so that you bring that kind of energy that comes when people like what they're discussing. You know how you have a discussion and everyone is like, oh, I hate this topic. And then it's not, you know, it's not very fun <laughs> and um, it's not very helpful either educationally. But when you have at least one or two people who are really enthusiastic, that enthusiasm spreads. And even when we've had book discussions about, um, for example, um, to Kill a Mockingbird, and some people really liked the book, and some people hated the book. But even though some people hated reading the book, the discussion was really upbeat and positive, and even in the way people talked about how they didn't like the book, they were able to share real things, and, you know, maybe they were emotionally disappointed by the end of the book. They felt like there was no resolution, and um, so that's something, you know, sometimes as a co-op teacher or a parent teacher, I'll like ask my children, you know, did you like a book? And they'll say, mm, no, I, I really hated it. And I won't know why. I'll just assume, oh, they didn't, they just didn't like it. But sometimes it's because they got so attached to the characters. They got so excited about everything. And then boom, there was disappointment at the end. And so we can talk about that. And one of the things I'll ask 
in a book club is I'll say, were you satisfied? Did the ending make you feel satisfied? Because that will really play a large part for some people in whether they like the book or not. Like, I like happy endings, and sad endings really leave me disappointed. I feel like life is full of enough sad endings. When I read a book, I want there to be a happy one, you know? But um, some really great works of, of um, literature, they don't end happy. They end kind of bittersweet, so, um, or not even sweet, just kind of sad. So anyway, th- those are all things that come up. So a big challenge is to, to have some people, at least a few people in the group, that are enthusiastic. And, of course, everyone has to finish the book before you read it. Then, of course, everybody has to read the same book you know so you have to have a book that everyone agrees on but we have been doing book clubs for quite a while one of the things that we have found is that it's helped some of the readers who aren't enthusiastic about reading become enthusiastic readers there's a good example of that with my son because he really didn't like to read a lot and I basically had to bribe him, threaten him, conjole him. You can't do this until you've read it. It just became really hard as a mom because all my girls love to read. And then I have my son and he's coming along at the bottom and he's like, I don't like to read. I'd rather, and it's normal. I mean, boys would rather go outside and play. But what happened with the book club was that discussing the book and hearing what other people remembered and how they enjoyed the book and enjoyed the characters just talking about that it made him excited and now he's a very avid reader he loves to read there were a lot of things actually that played a part in that but I think one of them was discussing good books together because it basically showed him wow those are good books I I want to read them so I'm going to talk about how you can start up a book club when we get back we have a word from our sponsor Hi, I'm Laura. I had the privilege of meeting Meredith Curtis when my oldest boys were very young. When they were in third and first grades, and she recommended that I improve my homeschooling by reading classic literature, I took the advice and was amazed at the results. Later, as they approached high school and she offered to let us use her high school literature and writing classes, I jumped at the opportunity and was glad I did. Now, Powerline Productions has made those classes available to you. With titles like British Literature and Writing, which includes some of my favorite classic literature, American Literature and Research, where students learn how to write a research paper, and the perennial favorite, Who Done It? Murder Mystery Literature and Writing Class, where students actually learn the art of writing their own murder mystery, and more. There's plenty to choose from. For more information, visit powerlineprod.com. That's P O W E R L I N E P R O D. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. You've been listening to Finish Well Radio on the Ultimate Radio Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis.
Hi, welcome back. We're talking about book clubs. They're really fun. And we have in our family kind of moved more from book reports over to a more of a book club type setting. So how do you set up a book club? If you decide, okay, this year we're going to do book clubs, we're not going to do book reports. Well, you have to have at least two or three people uh, three is better. Three, four to five is really nice. Um, we have groups up to like 15, and that's worked great. I don't know if you could do more than 15. To have everyone participate, I think it's nice between five and ten. But so you want to just find people that are reading the same books as you. If you're going through the same curriculum, like maybe you're going through the Not Grass History, and in the Not Grass History, they have literature that you read each month. And so you say, hey, we're going to use that literature for our book club. And each month you have the book club and you discuss that book. If you're using My Travel God's World Geography, there's also monthly books for that. And so you decide we're all reading those books. We're going to meet once a month and we're going to discuss that book. So that's just a way to, if you're all using the same curriculum, but say you're all using different curriculums, but you meet, there's a couple other families and you say, yeah, let's do the book club thing then you might not be able to do the book club for every book, but say you make sure that at least one book a month, everybody is reading the same book. However you decide to do it, my children have done English different ways. Sometimes we've done it with a co-op and we've all read the same books. Other times they've just had a list of books and they can read whatever books they want through the year. Moms have to get together and teens and agree these are the books that we're going to read for the coming year. And then the next thing is that you set up a place to meet. We would meet in our family room because there's lots of comfortable places to sit and the the floor is carpeted and we'd get out pillows so everyone just got cozy and comfortable and we served food to make it more festive and I found that in my experience and you probably agree with me if you're a teen and you're listening to this that food does make things more fun especially for teenagers so we did that we always had food we set up a time and we kept it to whatever time we agreed on. We've done book clubs that lasted 30 minutes and book clubs that lasted an hour. I think 30 minutes is a really good amount of time to discuss a book. Then maybe after that, everyone can just hang out. One of the things I really like about this book club is it builds this lifetime habit of discussing literature and thinking about literature and sharing your opinion with others and listening to others and what they think. So I really, really like that. Now, what if you say, I can't really do a book club. I don't know. Like just everybody lives too far that I would do a book club with. Well, you could do an online book club and you could find other people that are reading the same books you are and then it would just be the same thing. You have to decide to meet at a certain time online. My friend Anna lives in Germany and we talk over Facebook video or something like that. I don't know. It's very, I'm not a high tech person, but there's also Skype so you can all like kind of see each other or you can also just be in a chat room 
and everyone's there at the same time and people are talking. You can make a Facebook group or, you know, something else like that. So that's another way to do it. And then we do books in our homeschool co-op. So when we have a book that we read, instead of having the kids do a book report, we just discuss the book. And so there are questions that they know we're going to discuss, and they kind of answer those at home. And, and in fact, if you use any of my English courses, Who Done It, Foundations of Western Literature, American Literature, British Literature, or Essays and Speeches, all of them are built on that concept of discussion. So there are little questions, but then the idea is that you get together, you answer those questions, and they always lead on bunny trails. They always lead on tangents. And that's where I think the real learning takes place is when we get off on these tangents. And and I remember we were talking one day and and one of the kids said, oh, wow, we just studied that in history. Of course, I had dovetailed history and literature on purpose. But we just talked about that in history. And this book helps what we learned to make so much sense. Well, that was insightful. And that does happen, but it was really cool to have him say that. And then other times we'll talk about books and then someone will bring up another book and say, it's really interesting how this book covers this kind of thing so differently, like maybe jealousy or courage or something like that. So I I just see as the years go on and we use this book club method that they, the kids become more thoughtful. They become more analytical. They're thinking about things a little more and sharing them. It's, it's really been, been a great learning experience. So another thing is your family can do the book club together. So most, like Jim and Shine did a lot of classes together. Rose and Juliana did a lot of classes. And Juliana and Katie Beth did. So the book club would have worked in any of those situations. I would have just had to make sure that I read the book so that there would at least be three of us discussing the book or the whole family could read the bo- a book and you could discuss it around the dinner table. So all of those ways will work if you can't do a traditional book club. So what about questions? What do you ask? I always start with, did you like the book and why or why not? So I always have every person in the room share that first because that gives, when I'm leading the discussion, it gives me a feel for what people like or don't like. And then I always ask this, what was your favorite part of the book and why? Or what was your favorite character and why? And that's another one because sometimes people will say, my favorite character was blah, blah, blah. And everyone else will go, what? He was so mean. And, and they'll say, well, I like that he was so honest, you know, or just something that you thought I never thought of that. But yeah, that's true. So that's kind of fun. And then other questions. Did anything that happened in the story surprise you? And why did it surprise you? Does anyone in the book remind you of someone in your family or one of your friends? Did you like the characters in the book? Why did you like them? Was there one or more characters you didn't like, and why didn't you like them? And so usually a lot of what people like 
or don't like about a book are the characters. If you can't root for the character, it's really, you can have a beautiful setting, but if you can't root for the character, it's really hard. So then the next, then from there, we usually go into a specific thing. So we might focus on the plot in one book club or focus on the setting in another book club or focus on the theme. So say we're focusing on the plot, then we would talk about, you know, just real briefly, I would say, okay, remember the plot, it has an inciting incident and then there's rising action and then there's a climax and then there's a resolution. So let's talk about like, what's the inciting incident in this book? And, you know, then maybe, what are some things that the the author did to to build that sense of you know conflict and and just your desire as a reader for there to be a climax and a resolution so we'll just kind of walk through the pieces and people will disagree they'll say i really think this was the climax and other people say no i think this was the climax and you know so some people say i think the resolution was really satisfying and other people say it was not it was so upsetting i hated the ending you know so um i when i don't like an ending of a book i just re design the ending in my mind I recreate a new ending so I can you know go on with my life but we do the same thing if we're talking about setting we just talk about the time the place you know could you imagine it in your mind what did you picture you know how did that influence the story and stuff like that so again like I said it's not it's pretty basic questions that we go over but then as we as we really do the discussing there's always tangents there's always rabbit trails they can go off into philosophy and the author's worldview and so many different things and that is where so much learning of course really takes place but anyway I hope I have whetted your appetite for book clubs and that you'll consider trying them out at least maybe one or two and don't forget the food. But anyway, happy reading. Don't forget to read great books. I love great books. And I will see you again soon. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Radio with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Radio Network.